There is a silence on the other end of the line than a broken, faraway sob. Your father called again. I don't know what to say to him. I don't know what he wants. He shouts, he raves, she says. For Christ's sake, Libby, you know what the doctor said. If you don't take your Tegretol, you get depressed. As you well know, it's dangerous for you to get depressed. How many fucking times do we have to go through this? The sob doubles on itself, then doubles again, till it becomes gentle, wretched crying, and it reminds Bunny of their first night together, Libby lying in his arms, subsumed by an inexplicable crying jag, in a down-at-heel hotel room in Eastbourne. He remembers her looking up at him and saying, I'm sorry, I get a little emotional sometimes. Bunny pushes the heel of his hand into his crotch and squeezes, releasing a pulse of pleasure into his lower spine. Just take the fucking Tegretol, he says, softening. I'm scared, Bun. There's this guy running around attacking women. What guy? He paints his face red and wears plastic devil's horns. What? Up north. It's on the telly. Bunny picks up the remote off the bedside table and with a series of parries and reposts turns on the television set that sits on top of the minibar. With the mute button on, he moves through the channels till he finds some black and white CCTV footage taken at a shopping mall in Newcastle. A man, bare-chested and wearing tracksuit bottoms, weaves through a crowd of terrified shoppers. His mouth is open in a soundless scream. He appears to be wearing devil's horns and waves what looks like a big black stick. Bunny curses under his breath, and in that moment all energy, sexual or otherwise, deserts him. He thrusts the remote at the TV, and in a fizz of static it goes out, and Bunny lets his head loll back. He focuses on a water stain on the ceiling, shaped like a small bell or a woman's breast. Somewhere in the outer reaches of his consciousness, he becomes aware of a manic twittering sound, a tinnitus of enraged protest, almost electronic in its horror. But Bunny does not recognize this. Rather, he hears his wife say, Bunny, are you there? Libby, where are you? In bed. Bunny looks at his watch, trombones his hand, but cannot focus. For Christ's sake, babe, where is Bunny Jr.? In his room, I guess. Look, Libby, if my dad calls again, he carries a trident, says his wife. What? A garden fork. What? Who? The guy up north. Bunny realizes that the screaming, cheeping sound is coming from outside. He hears it now above the bombination of the air conditioner, and it is sufficiently apocalyptic to almost arouse his curiosity, but not quite. The watermark on the ceiling is growing, changing shape, a bigger breast, a buttock, a sexy female knee, and a droplet forms, elongates and trembles, detaches itself from the ceiling, free falls and explodes on Bunny's chest. Bunny pats at it as if he were in a dream and says, Libby, baby, where do we live? Brighton. And where is Brighton? he says, running a finger along the row of miniature bottles of liquor arranged on the bedside table and choosing a Schmernoff. Down south, which is about as far away from up north as you can get without falling into the bloody sea. Now, sweetie, turn off the TV, take your Tegretol, take a sleeping tablet. Shit, take two sleeping tablets and I'll be back tomorrow, early.
The pier is burning down, says Libby. What? The West Pier, it's burning down. I can smell the smoke from here. The West Pier? Bunny empties the tiny bottle of vodka down his throat, lights another cigarette and rises from the bed. The room heaves as Bunny is hit by the realization that he is very drunk. With arms held out to the side and on tiptoe, Bunny moonwalks across the room to the window. He lurches, stumbles and tarzans the faded chintz curtains until he finds his balance and steadies himself. He draws them open extravagantly and the vulcanized daylight and the screaming of birds deranges the room. Bunny's pupils contract painfully as he grimaces through the window into the light. He sees a dark cloud of starlings twittering madly over the flaming, smoking hulk of the West Pier that stands helpless in the sea across from the hotel. He wonders why he hadn't seen this before.